Welcome back to The Mental Space. And again, welcome back for the third part in our series here at the Lighthouse Retreat in Ras Al Khaimah. Now, why are we here? Well, if you've missed the last two podcasts, uh, we have got an exciting partnership. And I'm here today again with Simon Dunn, founder of the Lighthouse Retreat. We are going to be running together a men's retreat, which is going to focus on the secrets of longevity, performance and dealing with stress and leaning into our mental health. Now in previous podcast episodes, and I recommend that you check them out, we've looked at the benefits of saunas, fire and ice, ice baths, yoga, paddle boarding. We're going to be doing workshops on fasting and what our diets bring to us. In this conversation, we're just going to get a little bit deeper about men's mental health because As we've mentioned previously, the statistics around men's mental health are shocking. Uh, Suicide rates around the world amongst men, both at a young age and in their 40s and 50s, are alarming. Um, So it's time for us. Burnout rates are at an all-time high. So it's time for us to talk more about our mental health. And and Simon and I are going to get into this. And Simon, once again, welcome for joining us on The Mental Space. Thank you for having me. Um, Tell us about one of the... I'm mean, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but one of the benefits of being out here is that you've got access to the desert. Mm-hmm. Talk us through one of the experiences that we've got lined up for guys who are going to join us here on the three-day retreat. Sure. So we have um, a session where we'll be heading off into the desert to do a, uh, a walk in the in the valleys. Uh, of the desert and the dunes, uh, barefoot. So we'll be grounding. Barefoot. Barefoot, grounding ourselves <laughs> in the desert. And then we are going to have, uh, under the starlight, a fireside chat. And this is going to be an opportunity for uh, yourself and I to share some of our history and, and stories of yeah. our own wellness journeys. Yeah. Uh, but also it's an opportunity for, for guys to have the opportunity to share, if they feel like sharing, to have the opportunity just to listen yeah. sometimes and uh, also have the opportunity to get some elements off their chest, tell people, individuals who are in a similar space with no judgment, open hearts, just to understand someone's story, their background, and give people the opportunity to share that. One of the things I've, I've found since I've sort of started my journey, um, and we'll get into my whys about why I started on this journey, but the amount of times I sit down with guys um, and it very quickly gets to mental health, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a private pandemic generally yeah. um, that we just don't talk about these things. I mean, the statistics here in the UE tell us that one in three of all people, men and women, mm-hmm. um, are struggling for mental health. Yeah. You know, um, and I think probably the reality is it's probably one in one or very close to that because if yep. you're getting from zero to 99 and you're not struggling, yep. um, you probably hit the lottery. Uh, and one of the things with mental that we've tried to tackle is this concept of you're not alone mm. because particularly guys, we tend to try to be an island. You know, again, it's all those responsibilities. Very much so. So what I'm really excited about is to kind of sit down with you mm-hmm. and have this conversation and just, just like kind of get into what men's mental health, because the, the responsibilities on us these days are huge um, and we don't talk about it. What I'm really interested about this is, as well as the fact that 
I mean, we use the terms safe space or psychologically safe space, yeah. which is important. But this is just a kind of like, we're going to have a bunch of guys who get together. Now, they might go on to become really good friends. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we're all going to be there for the same reason. Yeah. Um, and there's no judgment. Absolutely. Uh, and you might never see these guys again anyway. Yeah. So it's your opportunity to get some stuff off your chest that you might not even feel mm -hmm. you can say to your best mate. Yep. Absolutely. I think... Uh, from my own personal journey, I had um, something that was very personal and strong with with my journey. So part of my uh, journey into my wellness and continuous onward journey is obviously I had my blood pressure issues and some health issues and weight. Yeah. But um, my, I lost my father a while ago. Yeah. And um, Sorry. being... It's all right. This, this happens. And my father passed away. Um, he had some issues with... He had a heart attack, but he had some issues with uh, alcohol. Yeah. Uh, and he passed away, and being a guy, I never really sp talked about it. I never really grieved properly. I never really went through that space of the whole cycle of, you know, remorse and dealing with everything. Yeah. And every now and again, um, at a party or a brunch or, I mean, a few too many drinks, I would end up in the corner of a room crying, and no one would really know, knew what was going on, but I did. Yeah. But I didn't know how to deal with... Um, my father's passing and like many guys we had a uh, a complicated relationship with my father i loved him very much but it was you know it was a it was a relationship that you know like anything it was a difficult thing to describe and i actually found something really cathartic and really um, profound on my first wellness retreats was actually having just the opportunity to share yeah and talk about things that I never talked about before and being a guy it was like you know I'd never done any of this sort of stuff and it was just having the opportunity to to walk someone or having the opportunity to talk about these things and I had um, did some NLP work with somebody about my father which was great and it was uh, you know I it, my my perception of the whole thing is very different now because at times previously I wouldn't be able to mention my father because I'd start blubbing or I'd just I'd get angry or the usual yeah. thing, being a guy. So that was part of my own journey of understanding elements within my own past and ego and control and grief and all these sort of things. Creating a safe space and a safe element of allowing people to, you know, or myself anyway, to share and then try and overcome. And that uh, allowed me to sort of work with my own grief and... and um, by extension, my own mental health, really, because we just bottle it up, as always. Absolutely, go. yeah. Um, and we uh, we find our own coping mechanisms, but coping mechanisms that may or may not be good for constructive us. or destructive, as the case may be. So, and, it, and as well, I think it's important to, to note that this opportunity is not a case of, well, you must share or you have to do something. It's just, here's an opportunity. If you want to share, you want to talk about something, or if you just want to listen and, and take in the space... That's cool also. It's not, there's no, there's no preconception of you must do this or you have to. It's just a great opportunity to experience something. I've, I mean, it's, it's interesting as well because the more we as guys sit down with each other, I mean, like we sat down mm. um, and it's amazing actually how quickly we realize we got very similar stories about our mm. fathers as well. Again, I lost my father to mental health 
um, three and a half years ago, very successful CEO. Some people have heard me tell the story before. Um, and it was then when I recognized that I'd never had a conversation with my father about mental health mm. or indeed anybody. Yeah. Um, and that it was actually time. And I, I mean, I'm, I remember looking down at my dad in his open casket and saying to myself, it's time to have more conversations like this. Mm. Um, and I think that was the beginning of me taking some level of control. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, I know I'm at the beginning of a journey. Mm rather than the end of the journey. But talk to us a little bit more about, you know, taking control, because one of these things, it's a really interesting thing, because I think the pandemic's reset mm. something in a lot yeah. of us. I know it did for me, yeah. whether it was my dad's passing, but, you know, I lent into all of this and mm. launched the mental space, launched my own business. The great resignation will show us that there's lots of people out there that are launching their own businesses yeah. or looking for a change in their life. One of the workshops we we've, you've got planned for us um, is aimed at helping us shape that a little bit more. I just want you to tell us a little bit more about that exercise. So we will be doing a, a workshop exercise called Wheel of Life. Yeah. It gives us an opportunity for a personal self-assessment. So we look at uh, elements within our lives, anything from finances to work to uh, relationships, and give ourselves a rating and to see are we balanced in everything that we're doing. And also gives you the opportunity to say, well, something that is really important to me, I'm actually not doing that well on. Uh, so then from there, you can say, well, these three things uh, I want to improve. Yeah. And then it gives you an opportunity to say, well, okay, what can I do to improve those and give more energy to them? And sort of like a self-commitment to say, well, I would like to do one, two, three things in this amount of time. Yeah to positively affect a, a more balanced approach to how I feel and, and what's important to me. So that's the wheel of life. And yeah. we're going we're gonna to... And I think that's, this is an exercise that's really going to be useful, particularly for anyone who's in middle management, again, who's dealing with all those different pressures, who's maybe felt the pandemic, mm. who's maybe felt that they're not living their values or um, are not perhaps living completely to their purpose or just want to be that little bit better yeah. a bit more focused on, okay, so I've got to here because this is sometimes we get to our 40s. we still got 25 years ahead of work for us. So where do we go with that? What are our priorities then? Because kind of when we hit our 20s, we haven't got a plan or most of us haven't got a plan. We're just rolling with it. Correct. Um, another thing... And what I love about what we're going to be doing over the next three days is, over the three days of uh, our retreat, is just kind of focusing on new things. So we're going to do some workshops on Reiki and sound healing, which are perhaps some of the practices that I'm definitely less familiar with. Mm -hmm. And I, I would imagine there's a few men out there that are also less familiar. So very quickly, because time is against us, talk to us about Reiki, okay. Um, what Reiki actually is, mm -hmm. what it's given you, uh, and why men should be embracing this in their lives. Sure. So Reiki is a form of what you would call energy healing, uh, which has an element of, um, you know, misunderstood elements to it. Uh, it's uh, it, a Reiki practitioner, for example, doesn't create energy, doesn't pass, you know, they don't, they are a conduit. The idea is that a Reiki master calls on and asks for energy within the universe for your own betterment okay. uh, and uh, asks for that energy to go where it's needed mm -hmm. and for your best benefit 
Uh, it's not a case of, well, I have a broken arm, please mend my arm, uh, you know, or that type of thing. It's a case of, you know, the energy, the, the universe is full of energy. And the idea is that the Reiki practitioner uh, helps to try and channel energy within the universe and from your guides and relatives are out there in the ether and it sound, can sound a bit woo-woo um, however it's it a, can it can but it's a case of uh, it, the easiest way I can explain it from an experiential point of view is yeah. that um, our first retreats we went to my wife and I were working in the nuclear industry mm-hmm. um, and my wife and I both did physics at university and in our first retreat she was like what's this energy rubbish uh where does it come from? What does yeah. it do? What's the answer? You know, I, you must explain it to me. Yeah. And she experienced it. Something happened and it actually changed her life. And she's actually now a Reiki Grandmaster. Right. She has trained uh, elite. So the nuclear scientist. Well, she's a nuclear well, engineer. A nuclear psychologist, engineer. Okay. So, so to speak. Right. So, yeah, so she's, she's now a Reiki Grandmaster. Uh-huh. And it's Reiki is part of her part of her DNA now. Okay. Uh, it changed her life. It changed her behaviors. She's trained and qualified at least half a dozen Reiki masters. I'm going to be fascinated yeah. to, to, to learn a little bit more yeah. about it. I mean, look, I think it's going to be one of those things. It's going to be an interesting experience for guys to come in and just, and just like, all right, keep an open mind. Mm, exactly. um, the more I've uh, started looking at my mental health, yep. you know, particularly because I sit hit 50. It's almost like, you know, f- again, find out what tools work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, these things aren't going to hurt. Yes. So keep your mind open to it. But even even things, like, I, I think a lot of us begin to, you know, accept things like manifestation. Yes. You know, in like, if I am intentional and I keep saying, I want to do this, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, then eventually you do do that. Um, so it, I'm, I'm not saying, so I'm, I, I'm more open to manifestation. So I think that's almost like opening the door. So, okay, let's have a look and see what else there is. doesn't mean we have to use a tool, but that's going to be one feature of it. The other thing, sound healing, which I think there is, there's, there's science to sound healing as much, much so. as there is that meditate, meditative, spiritual side of, yes. of what sound healing is. So talk us through a little bit of that. So sound healing has got uh, a number of different forms. Mm. Uh, but in essence, what you're trying to do is create a sound bath or an, an environment of sound, sound waves, yeah. that helps rejuvenate and heal the body in a way that it gives your body an opportunity to relax, get into a meditative state, and see where that journey takes you. So the, re- the sound healing that we will be doing at the retreat will be using uh, Himalayan uh, Nepalese bowls, they're uh, metal bowls that have specific frequencies and sounds that correlate to different chakras and chakra system within the body. The idea is that we use f- frequencies, vibrations, and sounds from these bowls to create an environment where you receive these sounds and the body uh, gets to hardwire itself into uh, a, a brainwave state. Mm. So we're actually, the body goes into similar brainwave states as in deep sleep. So you're talking about things like alpha, beta, theta brainwave states that your body gets into like these deep healing states of meditation. So much so individuals quite often have experienced when you go into a sound healing session, you go into what would be a deep sleep or deep meditative sleep and they're like, wow, I just feel like I've been asleep for like four or five hours. 
<laughs> to be honest with you, as the father of a seven-year-old who keeps waking me up in the middle of the night yeah. shouting, Daddy, because she's either had a nightmare or she wants us to come and sleep with yeah. us. Um, four hours of un- uninterrupted sleep sounds absolute heaven to me. <laughs> exactly. And, it, you know, sound healing and Reiki, the, the idea of these sessions is to create an experience to try yeah. and receive. Yeah. It's not a case of uh, being prescriptive. These are options of things to experience yeah. and to find what really resonates with you. Uh, so some would say sound healing is really really strong for them. Others would say Reiki is really strong for them. Others would say I want to do elements of something called yoga nidra, which is like a um, a deep meditative sleep type yoga. Yes. Uh, create these opportunities to receive and feel what really works for you and understand that there are things that you can do to go and receive, be proactive in terms of your wellness and healing and say, well, I really, really enjoy sound healing. Yeah. So I'm going to do that and join sessions of that more often because it really works for me. So that's I mean, we do those. I mean, what a varied program that we've put together for those three days. I mean, I absolutely love it. So if we kind of recap what you can be looking forward to here at the Lighthouse Retreat, we're going to be going out into the desert, fireside chat underneath the stars. We've got fire and ice saunas, ice baths. We've got paddleboarding out on this lagoon. We're going to be looking at the benefits of yoga. We're going to be having workshops which really formulate how us as guys can take a little bit more control about the path of our lives moving forward. Um, We're going to be exploring things like sound healing Reiki. I'm really interested, super interested to find out what that's going to be. And then the whole idea of this, isn't it, Simon, is to, again, just... Find tools that will work in your life. And that's something you've intentionally designed is for practices that we can take just a bit of each of them and bring them into our lives. Yeah, absolutely. It's about, you know, creating a space to try as many different things, experience as much as you can and see what really resonates with you. Some elements are going to go, well, you know, that doesn't really work for me and that's okay. And something unexpected might actually go, you know, that really hit something home for what, struck with me is something that either I really enjoyed or got a lot of out of or something that I really want to do. So that's really important just to give you as many opportunities to try as many things out there that might seem either spiritual or holistic, but actually they're just great things to experience and actually take all the, uh, the ego and elements out of it and just experience and enjoy and just see what works for you. Brilliant. So if you're interested to learn more about our three-day retreat out here at the Lighthouse Retreat in Ras Al Khaimah, please get in touch with us at Mental. Uh, We're at themental.space or get in touch with us via our social media platforms Uh, or more importantly, get in touch with Simon here at the Lighthouse Retreat, thelighthouseretreat.com. Simon, remind us of the dates that we're looking at again. So it's the 17th to the 19th of March. So it's a Friday through to Sunday. Perfect. Simon, once again, thank you very much for joining us here on The Mental Space and cannot wait for our retreat. Amazing. It's lovely to be here. Thank you.